Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. This is a fun topic today that I'm excited to share with you. It's something that I have talked about for actual years uh, because of my marketing design company. And then, of course, this has flowed into every single business that I've had uh, since then. And the question I asked in our subject and our title of today's podcast was, are you announcing or promoting? Are you announcing or promoting? Now, is there really a difference between announcing and promoting? Yes, there is a huge deal with this. Did you know, okay, before anyone gets into an Apple store, like Apple, we all know just by saying Apple, we immediately, actually, most of us even think about the product line, right? Even before we think of the fruit. Now, before anyone gets into an Apple store, uh, before they even buy a product, they need to have guess how many impressions, write it down, think about it in your head. It's 12. They need to have 12 impressions of that product ahead of time. You guys, this is Apple, which is, you know, slightly bigger than our businesses, (laughs) right? Competition is so fierce uh, for your time, for your money and your mind. We need to be Promoting, 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 and leaving impressions over and over and over again. That's what's something that is, that's something that's like so, so great about social media. We have the opportunity to do this to our current audience, no matter how big or small it is on a daily basis. But so many of us, myself included at times, are falling short in this category. We are announcing something and then wondering why uh, people aren't showing up to our events or why they're not purchasing our product. So I have a question for you. I want you to think about the last event that you put on. Now I'm assuming that uh, your business is somewhat event focused, whether that be a Zoom or an in-person, a webinar, whatever it may be, you're inviting people to attend, to give up their time to be at something. I want you to ask this question. Would you have gone to this event if someone else was putting it on. Now, if the answer is no, it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be maybe good for someone, but then that someone should be the one that is actually doing the promotion here. Because if it's you, people are going to see right through it. They're going to not see that there is actually value in this event because you yourself don't even see that. They'll see right through it. They'll see right through it if you're faking it that you would want to go to this event. Now, I want you to think about one other thing. The product that you last shared about that you have or the last service that you shared that you have. Now, in my example, in my world uh, is uh, doTERRA products, right? 
So every single September, we have the opportunity to be able to get brand new products that get launched. And oftentimes it's a lot of different products. Uh, this year, there was more than a handful of products that came out. And as much as I you know, did videos in the beginning and, and shared, they actually simply kind of dwindle off unless I'm using those products on a regular basis. Now, most of them, actually all of them are in my house, uh, but I don't promote all of them. I announce them, I don't promote all of them. Uh, it, just simply because they're not like my favorite product that we have. Like if I focus on all of the products, it would just be insane on my social media. I have to narrow down. Okay. That was a little tangent. Um, but if you were to think about the last product that you announced or you shared about, think about like the actual why. So I, of course, like I said, announced all of the brand new products that came out uh, with, from doTERRA in September, but I hadn't yet experienced. So the ones that I've experienced, yeah, I'm going to talk about them and I experienced and had a great experience with, right? And our family uses them and all that. I'm going to share that a lot more, which is going to turn into promotion. Now, if I just promoted something that maybe I don't love, People are also going to see that too. They need to know the why behind it as well. So if I share it without the why, that also is not going to capture uh, people's thoughts, minds, attention, all of that. So if you don't believe in the value of the event or the product, why would they? Or if you don't share the uh, belief um, with them and of the value of it, why would they? Now, once you figure out why, like you would actually attend the event or why you'd actually repurchase the item or um, actually purchase the item, decide your communication plan. So the why is a really big deal first, right? So again, go back to all the past events that you've put on. Would you attend them? Go back to the products that you've, you know, shared uh, would you continue buying them if you weren't actually earning an income off of it? Now I'm talking strictly direct sales here. Um, I hope you would, <laughs> if you're selling something, um, you've got to love it. So decide your communication plan. And here's one of the biggest pieces in your communication plan is where are your people hanging out? I was actually just hanging out with uh, my Bible study girlfriends uh, this last week. And many of them were telling me that they were taking social media breaks and they weren't sure if they were going to come back. You guys, this is my market. Like I'm, I was like, my heart was like shriveling up inside. I'm like, what the heck? Like, how do we do this? If my generation is thinking, Hey, I want to be more present with my kids, which I agree. Right. I want to be more present in life. Um, social media is actually uh, a downer and not an upper. And one of them even mentioned that she was going to come back on, but she was going to strip away hundreds of people that she was either following um, or connected with. I thought, wow, I hope I, I hope I uh, make, you know, kind of the make it in, right? Um, of course, I say that kind of funny. We're together all the time, but I know that she's not unique that people are doing this on a regular basis. Now, I'm not saying that you need to just like get off of social media. But our, the value that we're adding on social media as business owners has to be real high to make that cut. And we also have to figure out other ways to communicate. 
I was carrying on this conversation with another friend and she said, yeah, it's kind of going back old school, right? Email, uh, texting. Now I won't say those are totally old school, but they are something that are simply, they're not going to go away. And I've had people throughout the years kind of joke and say that email is dead. And I would say that email is alive and active. Now, is every email getting opened? No. About 30% of emails, um, the emails that I'm sending out are getting opened. Uh, and I have a little trick on that, um, which I'll share with you because you're probably like, okay, Tina, you got to tell us. Um, but 30%, no, that's really high. Um, really for my industry in the teens would be really, really good. So here is a, a little trick. Uh, the software I use, which is Flowdesk, I'll put a little uh, note in the uh, in the show notes for this. Uh, I use Flowdesk. What's really nice about it is that if people do not open my email within a certain amount of days, I actually resend the same email with a different subject line. Okay. So what happens is people, you know, Thursday may not be a really great day for them to open their email. It gets buried deep into their email inbox forever, never to be seen again. Some people live that way. I always have to get to inbox zero, but some people simply live that way. And, or maybe sometimes that subject line just didn't hit them and they just deleted it. Now the next week they might be like, Oh, Hey, who's this? What's this about a different subject line? Now it's the same exact email, but they're getting a different subject line. So my inbox or my open rate is increasing by almost more than double just by sending out the same exact email with a different subject line. If you don't have a software uh, that does that or you're you're not familiar, do a little quick Google search or make the change to one that does. Now, the reason I share that is part of my that is part of my communication plan. Uh, emails are going out, texting, texts are going out, and social media is in abundance. Now, of course, you guys know I'm in uh, the smack dab middle of doing a daily podcast. So my communication is real high right now on everything that I do. But what's really neat is here I am halfway through a 90 day plan of putting out a brand new podcast and adding value over and over and over again. You guys have barely heard an ask besides let's go chat on Instagram, right? Um, Or um, leave me a review. (laughs) That's as big as I've gotten. But I've created a community now, people reaching out to me on a regular basis that I know even only halfway through 90 days that I would be able to drop something uh, that you guys would go gather up, like you you would grab up, right? So know where your people are hanging out. I know my people like podcasts. You're listening to this right now because you enjoy podcasts and you're like, totally consuming the content that I'm putting out there. So part of my communication plan, right, is right here in this podcast. So more than telling people the what, you have to tell them the why. I think that's pretty obvious, but so often we only give the facts. I'll give you an example. Every single Tuesday night, my team does a continuing education, a wellness series on eight different topics. And every eight weeks, we rotate through the next uh, series of, um, of topics, the same exact ones. We have, uh, I have my oils now what? Uh, we talk about pain management, oils for young and old, hormones. Um, the, the list goes on and on, eight different topics. And what happens is, is we announce it. Every single week, we announce it. Hey. 
jump on the call tonight. Hey, jump on the call tonight. Hey, jump on the call tonight. And I realized even as I was writing this script, I was like, oh, this is such a great example of how we as a team are actually failing in the area of uh, promoting. And one of the reasons is, is that it happens every single week. Um, That is kind of a tough thing because it's a really regular event and true promotion of something needs more. Um, Now, what we a really are promoting or need to be promoting is that we have a wellness series. And then within that is each week, who's teaching it? Why are they teaching it? Why do they love it? Why are you connected? Like pull at their heart a bit, right? On why they want to tune in. So we need to grab their attention. Now, what we're not doing is, I mean, we're actually sending out like pretty much the same graphic. It looks really similar every single week, similar content. So is that grabbing their attention? No, they're simply scrolling on right by it. Are we grabbing their heart? Like, are we like actually diving into a need? Not necessarily. There's no testimonials. There's no nothing. Like right now in my mind, I'm like, I need to pause this podcast and like go start doing all the activities uh, to actually truly promote this rather than just announce it. We as humans are driven by what we value, right? By what we value. So you, you could truly tell people, I know what you desire and here is your solution. So for example, in our uh, class called, I have my oils now, what even something similar, like I know that you desire to understand how to use the oils that are on your shelf. If they are currently collecting dust, this is the uh, wellness series for you. Tune in at seven o'clock to be able to learn how to a crack open those bottles and to use them in your everyday life, right? Like people have guilt, like serious guilt over things they've purchased and then they know they're not using. And one of the reasons people don't use things that they purchase is they're not sure how to use them and what the benefits are. Okay. So that's just one small example of something, how I could change something. You may be thinking similar to yourself now to take it another step. And maybe you could see other people needing what you have, um, or wanting. So basically you, you're, you want to take it another step so that they see why other people need what they need. If that makes sense you, what you're finding then is referral partners, um, or people inviting others to be a part of something. Uh, churches are a really great example of this when you're putting on an event to get new people in now a church service, right? Is the same thing all the time, all the time, all the time. So churches often have uh, larger gatherings for women's events or couples events or kid events uh, for people to get kind of a taste and a flavor of the people that attend uh, this church to see if this is something that they would want to do more. So a women's event, for example, we're actually promoting one, truly promoting one at our church right now is we're asking people to tag people in the event or to bring people and be entered to win something um, to get more people in the door. Do churches need to promote? Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? They're having a weekly event and sometimes quarterly events or even more, and they're needing to simply put butts in seats and they have a mission and they have a why, right? So promotion is a really, really big deal. Now, we do the same thing too in our businesses. In order to get 
eyes on our products or eyes on our events, we have to have to promote it. So here's the thing. If you do too many events, it will end up just being an announcement versus truly promoting it. I'm in a mastermind with a number of doTERRA leaders. And uh, one of the things that we often do is share our results from the previous week and then talk about what we plan to do the next week. And one of the gals on this uh, mastermind continually would jump on the call and say, I had three classes last week, no one attended, and I got no new members. And I just simply kind of paused and I was like, this is awesome. Like your consistency is out of this world. I, I can't even imagine having three events every single week, but I said, why are you doing this? If you're not actually receiving the results on the other end. Now she was doing it because that's what she truly thought she should do, right? Be consistent with the classes and people will eventually show up. But the thing is, is because there were so many events happening and actually different titles all over the place. I won't say all over the place. She's really good at what she does, but, um, you know, three different topics in one week, you truly do not have time to promote. You only have time to announce in that situation. And so narrowing down her niche on her main topic, going down to even one class a week might not even be enough of a niche, um, or enough, enough of a kind of dialing it back. Uh, but she will absolutely see better and more results because she'll be able to take the time to promote it. Now, a little recap. Once you're confident about why you would go to the event or purchase a product you're announcing, then develop the communication plan to grab their attention and their heart. Don't plan too many events or you'll end up only announcing. Now, what would be a good plan to truly get the most attention on what you're up to? You focus on one thing at a time. One thing. So, for example, uh, back in my tenacious days when I had my marketing design company, uh, we oftentimes would, we would remember this after we started doing it. Like we would say, we only can do one event at a time or we can only promote one thing at a time. Because if we try to promote too much, right? We just simply don't get the message out there. And so we would often have a workshop and a course going at the exact same time, promotion for it at the exact same time. And it would end up being a fail on both sides because A, we left confusion and B, we did not give enough space for us to promote both. So give it enough time also to share uh, so your expectations can be met. For example, if you only talk about a product one time and expect sales, um, even Apple can't have that short sort of success. Of course, there's like the crazy addict Apple people. And yes, I have crazy addict oil people that they're going to just grab it up regardless because they absolutely love the product. I'm not just looking for the crazies. I'm looking for the masses, right? Uh, to want to purchase the items over and over and over again on a regular basis, that is going to require promotion. You're also going to have that same thing with events. You're going to have those couple of people that are going to come to every event you put on. We had that in my marketing company where any event we had, we knew there was a handful of people that would be there, but I don't just want that handful of people. Yes, they're amazing and lovely. And um, I, I'm so blessed to have them in my life, but we need to have more of the masses, right? 
So yeah, imagine if Apple rolled out the iPhone and they merely shared it one time. They're like, here you go, right? Here's our one time we're going to tell you about this. And if you missed it, you missed it. No, they're not going to do that. They have a huge event every single time they roll out something brand new and leading up to it, they tease us with it with like billboards and ads and, um, you know, kind of rumor mill kind of goes around about the changes or shifts that are going to happen. We all know this, whether you're an Apple fan or not. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't be. It's kind of crazy if you're not, but um, whether you're an Apple fan or not, you know about Apple and how they promote stuff. Um, And so they share it like crazy. Right. And then even after they share the event and they tease you with it and they all the things, they have even more impressions going out over and over and over again. And we are literally seeing probably a day doesn't go by without being advertised to by Apple. They have created a cult like following in a good way and they do promotion really, really well. They announce, and then they promote the heck out of it afterwards. So it goes hand in hand, right? Now, does this seem like a lot of work? Yeah, it sure does. But is it worth it? Yes, it's totally worth it. If you're putting in the effort to put together a program or an event or even talk about a product once, why not talk about it 10 times or more? Keep reusing the same graphic. It's helping hit that same impression over and over again so people remember it. That's the key about having a brand, right? So there's not nothing quite liking, like having a no-show event to get you in gear to make sure butts are in seats the next time around. My kids often are so sad when they hear that I have a class that like no one showed up to or a Zoom room that no one shows up to. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't really expecting because I knew I didn't promote it, right? They're like, oh, mom, I feel so bad. Um, so I digress, but it sucks, right? No show events suck. You spent the time um, and even low show events um, aren't always that great. Like, yes, can we make sunshine out of that? Like a little cloud for sure. I've had some events where one person shows up and I'm like, well, you're exactly who's supposed to be there. That's a really positive way to look at it. But if I'm spending a whole night away from my family or even an hour in the middle of the day, I want to make sure that it's worth it, right? So I remember our very first conference uh, that we put on, um, it was called the before conference. It was in April. And when we launched the sales, we actually launched them in December. And so we had December and January and February and oh, February and March. (laughs) And then we had it at the end of April. So we had a solid five months of promotion uh, through the holidays, after the holidays, in the doldrums of winter, and then the spring where people are starting to get excited about being out and about. It was a great and fabulous time to have an event. And we nearly met like every expectation that we had every single year because we gave it the time that it was needed and a great deal of actual promotion. Now, I will tell you that our other sales in the company did uh, suffer, probably isn't the great word, but they did go lower uh, because our focus was on the conference and we knew this. So if you need help, like 
figuring out like, what are some of those steps within that promotion, like working, um, from the end goal in mind, right. And working backwards. I just did a podcast on this. If you haven't listened to it, or you need an update, um, a refresher after hearing this announcing, uh, versus promoting, uh, tune into episode 68 to get the step-by-step on mapping out a project. Now promise me this, if you put an event on the calendar, promise me that you will actually promote it. Don't just announce it. And if you have a new product launch, whether it's a product you created or a course you created or a product that your company launched, you can't just do one live and hope that now it's just going to be automatically added to the carts of your customers and potential customers. We have to do the work to announce and then promote the heck out of whatever we are doing in our business. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that you and pray that you will actually uh, take this to heart and look at your calendar and look at your promotion schedule or your announcing schedule and really, really create a communication plan and map out the project. This has been fun to chat with you guys about this topic. I hope that you will uh, leave a review. They are huge for uh, people finding this podcast. Uh, Apple is the one spot where I see most of you adding your little reviews, not even little reviews, awesome reviews. So thank you. Thank you for that. And let's carry on the conversation over on the gram at Tina Pettis is where you can find me anywhere online. And I'd love to chat with you over there. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll be back here tomorrow for episode 76 of the Tina Talks podcast.